Hello, I'm Jessica from the Realm School of Dimensional Worship. I would love to invite you to come and be a part of our school of worship. Yahweh is multidimensional, and we should not worship in just one dimension. He has given us an invite. He's given us permission to go beyond, to go beyond the veil. The veil's been torn for us to enter in to worship dimensionally. We have all kinds of classes, songwriting, vocal class, guitar, piano. This is all just basics, giving you tools to be able to write your own songs. We also have an engaging worship, frequency of worship, expressions of worship, which is a dance class and a way to learn how to express how you worship Yahweh. We also have live songwriting classes so that we can interact together. We have live worship sessions, and we are adding now live Zoom interaction, communing time to just question and answers, to talk together. So this is a very interactive school of worship. We aren't saying that we have all of the answers. We are just here to impart to you what we have learned along our journey. Our hearts are to just draw out the treasure of Yahweh inside of you. So come and join us. You can register at thefoundationnest.com under the Realm tab. So check it out today. We would love to have you. Welcome to Origin Gates podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Mel Nevenhuis, and today I'm going to be talking about hope's reward. I have absolutely loved my journey with hope and am so grateful for engaging with hope um, because honestly, I don't know how I would have gotten through so many of these last few years without having hope in my life. And even just getting to understand the, the relationship between hope and faith and being able to engage with both and seeing the fruit of that in my life has honestly just been such an amazing thing for me. And it has made the last 10 years of what could have been a hard journey, one that has turned out to be really beautiful. So. Let me share my story with you. Rick and I have been married now for 13 years and um, high school sweethearts, if you'd want to call us that. (laughs) We met in high school, um, only started dating after school, um, dated for three years, got married when I was 20, so really young, but we knew that We were meant to be, this was it, we were excited. We had my parents and his parents blessing and it's just really been a beautiful journey in our marriage and and growing together and seeing some really awesome things together. About three years into being married, all our friends around us who had been married for, for about the same time were deciding to start families And it was something that we were also considering. And so after talking about it and making sure we were on the same page and yeah, we decided it was time and we were really excited to expand our family and um, didn't think it was going to be a long process to fall pregnant because, you know, for me, it just kind of made sense. You know, 
you want to have babies, you have babies. It's easy. <laughs> One, two, three. And friends around us, it had taken maybe a few months for them to fall pregnant. And so, honestly, for us, we were not even thinking about what kind of journey this would be for us. It was just going to be a very simple process of we have decided to have children, we're going to have children. Anyway, it didn't happen as easily as we thought it would. A year went by and um, our friends were all falling pregnant having babies and then another year went by and then about another year went by. Now we're three years into trying for our first baby and um, it was a really difficult time, a really difficult time for me. Um, you know, for us women, we just get so emotionally entangled in trying to fall pregnant. And it doesn't help that, you know, you've got a lot of hormones in play as well. And our dear husbands have to really <laughs> engage with grace through these times. But it was a really tough time for me. I had to learn how to celebrate with my friends as they were having children, even though I myself was not yet in that place. And so I eventually got really tired <laughs> of feeling so upset and hopeless. And I remember a moment where a spiritual father in, in my life at the time laid hands on me and he anointed me with frankincense and he just he, he held me as a father and he just began to pray over me and he released hope and he released um just that sense of peace. Now, this is when we're still really, really involved in the church age. So I didn't really understand what was happening, but I remember feeling this blanket wrap around me and just hold me. And looking back now, I understand that was hope. And I also understand that it was connected to peace and Holy Spirit. From that moment, I really felt this beautiful sense of it's going to be okay. And I felt the anxiety leave. I felt it all just go away. And the scripture in Philippians 4 that says, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind. That became so alive in me at that time. And everything began to be okay. It was in this time of trying to fall pregnant that I began to journal. I journaled all my emotions, everything I was feeling, I wrote down. The good, <laughs> the bad, the ugly. And I think I learned that from David. You know, you read the Psalms and in one Psalm, he's praising Yahweh, you're amazing, you're always with me, you're so good. And then in the next, he's like, why have you forsaken me? And it's <laughs> he gets a little bit more... Um, dramatic because things are not looking good and then again he always comes back but God you are good so I took his vulnerability and how he had recorded his life in the Psalms and I was like you know what it's good to be real with God and I'm going to just record everything I'm feeling it was in that time that I really felt and had seen a vision of Yeshua standing with two children and I knew there was a girl and I knew there was a boy. I had always desired in my heart, as had Rick, that we would have a girl first. 
But in this journey, I had to learn to let go of a lot of my desires and really trust Yahweh. And that was hard for me because I'm a planner and I like to plan everything and then tell God my plan and kind of hope he'll fit in with it. So this was a good journey for me to learn to stop that and to actually just trust in Yahweh and to understand that his plans and purposes for me were not to harm me and just to really just have faith. And so I remember driving to church the one Sunday morning and I was having it out in the car with God and I was just very emotional. Why, why, why? Always, why me, right? And while I was stopped at a red light, all of a sudden my windscreen opened up and I saw into heaven. Not, I don't even know if I saw into heaven. I saw into the future of me sitting down holding my son. That in this vision, he was a toddler. And I remember the love that I had for him and how amazing and deep it was. And I remember coming out of that very quick vision while driving, going, okay, Yahweh, it's okay. If we have a girl first, it's okay. If we have a boy first, it's okay. I just knew that I knew that I knew that they were waiting and they were coming. And it was beautiful. And so things really began to shift as I began to untangle from anxiety and the woe is me and the why is me into faith and hope. Trusting Yahweh that his timing is good. And it became a real clear thing that it was a timing issue. Rick and I had been to see our doctor and everything was good on our sides physically, but everyone we spoke to, whether it be medical or even ministry, said we really just feel it's a timing issue. Be patient, have hope. It took us five years to fall pregnant with our firstborn, and it was such a joy. I just remember finding out I was pregnant and um, didn't quite know what to do with that information, honestly. <laughs> We've been waiting for so long and there we were, the joy of being pregnant. And when we went uh, a few weeks later to find out the sex of the baby, the most beautiful thing happened is the doctor asked if we wanted to know. We said yes and he said, well, I'm very happy to let you know you're having a girl. And I remember lying on the doctor's bed and hearing Holy Spirit whisper in my ear, I always had your heart in my heart. And I just began to, I wanted to actually ugly cry, but you know, when you have a doctor around, you try to keep it together. But I was so overcome with emotions of, wow, I just had to lean on Yahweh. I just had to trust Him. I just had to lean into hope through this time. He's always had my heart in his heart. It's just absolutely beautiful. And so we had our beautiful daughter and her name is Oriah Joy, which means beautiful and a beautiful gateway and it means joy. She is our true joy and she's our beautiful gateway to joy. 
when she was about two and a half years old, we thought, okay, it's time for us to try for our next. And as we're ready, you know, ready for the expansion. Um, again, I had a bit of a plan in place, but I'd learned not to put it all out there and uh, tell Yahweh what the plan was. So again, I had learned from the previous time of, of walking this journey out, just step into Yahweh, engage with hope, engage with faith, and just take it easy, you know? And so we did. Again, I thought now that Araya had come, she had been the gateway to fertility for us. I thought, again, we're very easy to fall pregnant. Unfortunately, that was not the case. Two years later, we actually fell pregnant. And it was two years of, again, really just having to untangle from the woe is me and the triggers and the whys and all these things. I thought I dealt with all of that. But it's amazing how we can quickly get ourselves caught up in some of this junk without even realizing it. And so again, I walked through the process with Holy Spirit and began to untangle from all that stuff. And again, remembered hope and remembered faith. And I stepped in and held on and it was a beautiful journey. And all of a sudden we fell pregnant. And guess what? It's a boy. <laughs> And it's just been amazing to see our journey from in the beginning of no hope to me seeing my son. And even in that time, I'd even mentioned that when I had seen the vision of our son, Rick had seen a vision of our daughter. And so together we had these things. Yahweh had allowed us to see the future for us to hope, for us to have faith. It's they're coming. Don't lose hope. And then all of a sudden, we come now to 2020 and it's been a 10 year journey and we're sitting here with our son and our daughter. And I just began to be so overwhelmed at the goodness of Yahweh. And while um, we were sitting on this, just talking like, wow, it's so amazing that our daughter, our son, I was also backing up some old files and in those files were my, my notes, my journaling notes. And I found one in a post in 2013 where we had named our children already, Oriah and Judah. 2013, I only had Oriah in 2015. And now having Judah in 2020. You see, sometimes we, we see the future. We, we know what is coming way before it even happens but we have to hold on to hope and engage with hope step into hope allow hope to wrap around us engage with faith hold on to faith because sometimes we won't see the reward until it is the right time i know that i know that i know that Araya was born in her right season i know that and I know that I know that Judah has been born now in his right time, in his right season. That they are here as these mystical children sent for such a time as this to release what Yahweh has for them in their generation. 
Proverbs 13 verse 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. The, the Passion Translation says, it, says this, But when at last your dream comes true, life's sweetness will satisfy your soul. And so I want to encourage you today, whatever it is that you have been holding on to, whatever dream you have been holding on to, whether it be for 10 years, whether it be for one month, whether it be longer or shorter, it doesn't matter. Whatever your dream is, whatever you have engaged with your scroll and you've seen and you are now in the waiting period, do not lose hope. Hold on to hope. Hold on to faith. Because when at last your dream comes true, life's sweetness will satisfy your soul. In the waiting, always remember, God is good. Hold on to hope. Hold on to faith. Your reward is coming. Bless you guys. Shalom.